Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Lomax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files, so join along. Watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome back to the X-Files Revisited. We are moving on with Season 4, uh, on to Episode 4, which is Unruhi. Brian, tell us about the legacy of Unruhi. I, I, I think it's uh, one of those episodes that... I, I think it's one that... I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I see it get mentioned enough. Like, mm. if it, like I, I think it is a favorite from season four for a lot of mm. X Files fans, but maybe maybe not quite number one of season four. So as a result, it just. It, I don't know. It's just sitting in that awkward place of being what I think is a very good episode. Uh, mm. I've yet. I have got no clue what you're going to make of this one, mm. but um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's. It's one I feel like deserves more chatter uh, than, than what it gets and what I see. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really interested to, to see what you think about this one, uh, whether it's going to turn up, turn out like irresistible or, <laughs> or whether we're going to agree on it or not. But we'll, we'll find out. Okay, so we're going to do the guessing game? Mm-hmm, we are. Uh, do you want to throw a number at me? So, 217 yes. episodes, where does this... I'm going, to, I, I'm going to throw 87. You're thinking 87. Well, yeah. I can tell you, you did slightly underestimate. So, it, it's actually 80. So Wow, well, of yeah. course. course. I, the IMDb fans put it at 80 out of the 217 episodes, um, mm. which uh, is pretty respectable. It's mm -hmm. It's... Climbing up, it's certainly in the top half. That's yeah. that's for sure. It's climbing, like, you know, <clears throat> just yeah. teetering on the edge of being in the top third. So, um, okay, so we just dive into it then. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's crack on. Okay, so we open up on two a man and a woman, and uh, the, the the guy seems very eager to get going. He's parked, they're parked in the car, and she's got to go in and get a, a passport photo done. And he's he's clearly like you get a sense right off the bat that this the, this couple are, are on the run. Yeah. Um, but she she's stopping to get a passport photograph done. She goes in, she gets the passport photo. She comes out, she finds a, a boyfriend dead he's, mm -hmm. he's 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 got a really nasty mark on his ear with blood pouring out and then she gets kind of <clears throat> uh like injected with something that that makes her kind of flake out um and then we go back to the, the inside the shop where mm -hmm. the the guy who took the passport photograph kind of takes off the film to have a look because he's like where is this woman and he's like oh whatever so he, he Text it off, assumes I, I can only assume that he thinks she's not coming back. And then it turns out the photograph he took just a moment ago has this weird ass image of, of, of her being kind of caught by this claw and, and loads of other little weird ghost like images on it. And it's 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 quite a freaky image. But um yeah, that's our opening scene. So so coming off coming off the back of Teleco that we mm -hmm. did last time, 
um, yeah. in, in which both of us were like, this opening is just not intriguing yeah. at all. How does this one hit you? Polar opposite. It's a fantastic opening. You've got mm. the mystery of the couple. You don't know what they're up yeah. to. You've got the rain, the man in the rain slicker who comes in, mm-hmm. uh, and then the death and the abduction of the girl, and then the mystery of the picture. It's it's like a little story itself. It sets you up for the episode, and there's so many questions that you want to know, and mm. and you get the answers throughout this episode. Mm. It's a more complete episode than than Tilico. It feels well thought out, and it's just a wonderful opening that really draws you in. And I love the kind of rain-soaked streets as well. I just thought it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, for for me, it's 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 one of the best openings mm. for me. It's just like if if you, if you want to talk about an opening that sets up intrigue, this is definitely it. And that picture, the photograph, you know, whoever came up with the designs for them. I just like there's something about the photographs in this that sh- sends yeah. a shiver down my spine. Just yeah, see, Great. yeah, it is. So you get past the opening credits, and Mulder tells Scully about the victims uh, and asks her thoughts on the photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah, just kind of a, it, it, it's one of those where actually. Scully doesn't have a right lot of thoughts on it right now. Yeah, um, um, she she, she theorises that the the film was warped by a radiator and that they're out of date at this point. Yes, so yeah, so this is this in the next scene. They go they go oh, to see the druggist. Yeah, oh, they go to see, right, okay. Yeah, they go to see the druggist, and Scully has a theory, but mm. even she is forced to concede it's a stretch. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's. <laughs> you really it's not often you see scully like really stretching on this one mm-hmm. like yeah because it's out of date and because it was heated up a bit it's yeah. somehow created yeah no that that would explain somebody going oh on image <laughs> yeah. and a big claw coming over the top of it it's, it's just like yeah sorry scully but no mm. i'm afraid not um <clears throat> So uh, an, an officer and it's, it's the what what I really love is um, is Mulder. He's not arguing. He just kind of nods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's looking at her, going, "You know this is BS. You know this yeah. is BS." <laughs> just waiting for it. because because as he's nodding, she she she's talking, isn't she? And then she just goes, "Oh, fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think?" And he's like, "I don't have a theory yet." It's just a, you know, but let's let's see where it goes. Um, so an officer enters to tell them that they may have wasted their time. Um, the reason being that Mary, the the girl who's been abducted, uh, mm-hmm. she uh, it turns out her and her boyfriend were into a bit of credit card fraud, um, and that's why they were on the run. And uh, she, sh- th- th- this officer's theory is that she's faked her own death and killed her boyfriend as as part of that um you know Mulder even asks why you know why kill the boyfriend that doesn't make sense so Mulder finds a polaroid camera inside their place <coughs> takes some photos and then gives his theory so he takes some photos using this camera and then um yeah like it, it just basically we get the, we get a, a, the same image basically so the image that was at the 
at the druggist store is is also on their film um and, and what i like about it is the is the in-between scene that we don't see where he's told scully he doesn't have a theory he does and he just <laughs> lets her percolate with unable to grasp a theory mm-hmm. and then until this point where he can literally just put out his proof you know these seven yeah. pictures that are all the same image mm-hmm. which i kind of like and then he comes out with the wacky theory yeah and his wacky theory is that it is uh, kind of like a projection, so ma- like mind projection on the... Uh, a psychic um, picture almost? Yeah, so, yeah, like a psychic picture. So whoever the killer is must have <coughs> stalked the victim. Mm. And if, if he was outside their window of the bedroom, then that psychic picture that was that was coming out of his head, that's why it got onto their Polaroid camera. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so Mary stumbles onto a road. Mm-hmm. She's she's alive, it seems. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. Alive, but not so well. Mm. Uh, she's been drugged and lobotomized. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... She, Basically, a, a, a cop pulls over, finds her, and the, the next thing we see, she's been pulled. She, she's gone into one of those uh, MRI mm, kind of yeah, machines. Cat scan thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and Scully's Scully's just like ho- horrified. Yeah, absolutely horrified. So she's looking at these scans, and she's like, "Oh my goodness!" It's just, uh, and, and she starts saying that whoever kidnapped her has has done a lobotomy and they've not done a good job of it um mm. and it, and apparently it's a it's a ugh, just like the idea of it <laughs> i just mm. i hate it every time i watch this episode it goes right through me and especially when you when you see her eyes and you see the blood trails and you know that that's that's the point where he's gone in and he's just kind of stabbing around in there and don't really know what he's doing and it's just like it's one of those things where they don't have to show you anything. They just mm-hmm. have to suggest everything that's happened. And it makes me cringe. It just, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. It, yeah, it's so effective. It's so and, much and more you know effective. It's, it's so much more terrifying than if she had been found dead. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because now she's... She's a ward of the state, I guess. Yeah. The, the state will have to foot the bill for looking after her until uh-huh. she dies because she, technically she's brain dead. But it's it's just, yeah, it's it's messed up. It's mm-hmm. really messed up. Um, but uh, so she, she's, while she's in the MRI, she starts chanting, Unruh, Unruh, mm-hmm. Unruh. Um, so, yeah. Uh, just at that point, a cop comes in and tells them that there's been another abduction. Yeah. So, and this time we see the abductee bound and gagged while a man speaks to her in German, prepping for another lobotomy. So, oh, like, yeah. we've we've already been told what what's happened with this woman, and now we see this other woman this innocent victim strapped in a chair and we see the implement with which this guy is going to do said lobotomy. And it's just like, ah! <laughs> it's just, I hate anything to do with eyeballs, man. 
and it, and like don't you don't even come near me with anything you don't come near my eyeballs with anything it's not happening um but yeah i really i, I really feel yeah. tense for this woman mm. so great job great job in building that tension yeah and you don't have to see anything no you really don't your imagination no. just runs away mm -hmm. with you yeah and we never do we never see anything mm. and that's that's the point and it's yeah it's such a horrific episode um mm. So we get another crime scene. Uh, it's a dead male accountant. So this is obviously where the, the woman's been abducted from. So, the, so it turns out the MO of this guy is to kill the boyfriend or kill the husband and then take take the woman. Um, so there's no camera around. So Scully makes a connection with a construction site. Uh, but Mulder goes back to Washington to investigate their one and only true piece of hard evidence which is the one time now this is you know you, you talk about um times in the x-files where people people often say that oh scully come on wait, just wake up will you stop stop mm -hmm. chasing some bs lead clearly Mulder's right he should be he should be championing his his cause in this case this is the one time where actually when he says i'm going to chase down the the one piece of genuine evidence i'm like no because that <laughs> that that connection scully has just made there is actually pretty damn good connection yeah. that that any detective in their right mind would be following up mm. right and it's, now it's, it's not even as if and that's just uh, it's not even as if he's got the technical ability to dig into the picture. He's literally yeah. sitting behind someone. Enhance. Yeah. Enhance. <laughs> <laughs> just... I put, so in my notes, and we not get there yet, but like, that's what, that was my note for it. That whole scene, I've just put enhance, 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 because I knew yeah. that's what you'd be saying. I knew you were going to be like, enhance, enhance. Like, so it, <laughs> it doesn't need to be there. It can still be with no. Scully helping with yeah. the investigation. Yeah, he literally could have faxed that photo. Yeah, he could have faxed that photo through, and it probably mm. would have been quicker. Quite frankly, um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not an egregious error. It doesn't detract from the episode. It's just a, a no, 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 no. no. It's silly, but yeah. you know how it's funny how some episodes you can be more forgiving with certain things. Yeah, yeah. And whereas if this happened in another episode, we'd be up in arms. <laughs> Yeah, but well, it's 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 just Mulder is, he's always more like like it's it's not out of character for him to chase the the paranormal lead, mm -hmm. um, and reject stuff that detectives are yeah. saying that actually would probably sound reasonable. It's just in this case, I listen to what Scully's saying and I'm like, that's a damn good lead, chase yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so so for Mulder to say. I'm going to chase the only real lead we have. Yeah. Like, I, I could understand this if he was like, that's a great lead, Scully. You chase that one down. I just want to check this photo out just in case. Let's cut. Let's cover all bases. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't. He uses the words, I'm going to chase down our only real lead. And I'm like, yeah. screw you. <laughs> man alive. So, uh, Unruy Man brings his uh, latest girl a rather fetching dress. Right. I was wondering what I... <laughs> what i meant here because it's just like buffalo bill shows victim new dress <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's very buffalo bill-esque it's um it, it's not a pretty dress is it 
it's like a knighty from the 1800s yeah. um oh yeah yeah i'm just i'm looking at my notes and my next one i've got is good old enhancing yeah yeah so that's enhance 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 <laughs> um and it's and it's just um so Mulder enhances and enhances until they see that it's like a, a shadow of a man, like elongated, kind of looming yeah. over mm-hmm. the woman, and that, that's the way that Mulder can. You know, he starts to get into his profiling mode. Obviously, he's looking at this picture and he's thinking, "This is this is how the killer is seeing things." So why is this guy looming over? It's somebody who's looming over. So and then and then obviously they they go into the face and they they well they find a face face of a man in there mm-hmm. so scully digs into the construction business asks them to track down the foreman that was at both sites and the uh and when, and when we're introduced to this guy mm-hmm. this was a very strong memory this is where i remembered Parts ah, of this episode. Right, okay. it's, it's because it's that actor with the, the, the flickering eyes. The eyes, yeah. 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 And I, for some reason in my memory when it clicked in, I pictured him as a pharmacist for some reason. Right. Until, until <laughs> it clicked. It just, when I was thinking back to my skewed memory and then he appeared here and I was like, I remember this one. This, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen this guy in anything else? Oh, yeah. 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 I think most prominently is in Identity, James Mangold's movie. About oh, the people is there. he in that? Did did he yeah. have the eye issue in that? Yeah, he's got it in everything. It's just it, it just so so that's an actual so that's a yeah. thing that he just yeah. See, I I wonder if that's just something he can do, and as a result, he's been typecast as weirdo, no. or no, whether it's just something. Well, in Identity, he is the the person that has the the personalities within him. Right. The, okay. Like, so he's a bit crazy and <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i've seen him in other things as well and it, yeah. he just he has that thing well i remember seeing him in an episode of csi i think it was csi and and, and i was like he's doing the eye thing again <laughs> it's like poor poor guy just gets typecast as these weirdos with a, a yeah. twitchy eye movement but well there you go yeah. um if anybody can put me and graham to rights there and and tell us that this guy actually you know, doesn't have an eye condition, let us know. But um, So Scully visits the construction site and encounters Jerry Schnauz. Just as Mulder rings to tell her that the killer may have unusually long legs. <laughs> and he comes out on these stilts. So he's Because he's, he's on a construction site, he's using these tools, these stilts that help him to get high up in, in you know places and that so uh, but it, it makes for a, a quite an amusing image because Mulder's yeah. Mulder's talking about the photograph with the shadow yeah. that has the long the elongated legs and and then yeah. like he tells that to Scully and then she turns around and sees this guy on stilts so she pulls a gun and arrests the guy but yeah um I just I've, I've quickly just jumped into the actor's IMDB page right okay <laughs> I couldn't okay. help myself yeah he has a mist Nystagmus, nystagmus. I don't know. A right. condition which causes the person's eyes to move involuntarily. Ah, right. So there. Okay. I thought that was a pretty good skill as an actor, to be honest. <laughs> but now, now I'm just like, okay, no, it's 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 not a skill. He's just, it's just it's him. Just uh, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. okay. 
So, way, way to stigmatise somebody with a condition. <laughs> so, the, the, the few people that probably are inflicted with this said condition uh, now. He's now their are, hero, and you've just yes, tore him yes. Down. That that the only time they've ever been uh, reflected on television is is through a serial killer on the X Files, and and other <laughs> other killers of note. Uh, okay, so <laughs> which that's a real shame. It really is. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, the, the sequence I just love here is when he jumps mm, across the void yes, with yes. the big legs. It, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he just he goes just, for it, doesn't he? He's just yeah. like, I'm off, boom. Yeah, just, and, he, and he, he makes it. <laughs> just yeah, really <laughs> and falls off him at the same time. But yeah, yeah. it's it's quite. But it, it, again, it's really well directed, and it's mm. like we have a scene here on a construction site that is tense. It's 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 action packed, and um, you know it 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 it's, it it does what it does what a scene should do. It gets you gets you revved up, and like you, you know you. And yet, the episode just before this, Teleco, the climax was in a construction site. And yes. it was just totally anticlimactic. It was shot really flatly. Mm -hmm. um, it just wasn't well directed at all. There was no excitement to the action in it. Um, so, yeah, it just showed you right there. One episode later, they can they can frame another scene in a construction site, an action scene, and actually do something with it that that's interesting and involving and tense. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so we, we go from there to an interrogation scene. Yeah. Um, and we learn that uh, Jerry was institutionalized as a, as a young man for beating his father, uh, the man in the photo, it turns out, mm. half to death in 1980. Um, and it also turns out his sister committed suicide in the same year. Um, and you really get the sense from this scene that Scully hates this guy. Mm. Um, Mulder there's a, show. There's a cockiness to him because they're like, you know, 1980 was a bad year. What, what happened? And there's like, well, John Lennon was shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't seem like him um, crazed or, no. or dumb. You know, it's no. just that kind of comments that shows a kind of relaxed nature within this mm -hmm. interrogation. Yeah. It's, just, it's a wonderful throwaway line, but mm -hmm. it shows how in control of himself he is. Yep. It's like, other than the eye thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> which almost <laughs> makes me wish they had cast someone else, but I do think this actor's great in this role. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, I'm willing to let it slide. But... Like we said last week, again, this is, the, this is the difference between last week's episode and this one. I said last week there's two kinds of freaks on the X-Files. There's the ones where you look at them and you go, yeah, freak. Because <laughs> it's like, they, you know, they come to the door and you go, yes, no, there's nothing wrong with me. And you know right off there's something wrong. Whereas this guy, you know, other than the eye thing, he's having a not is it having a natural conversation. His body language is quite natural, the intonation of his voice is natural, he's using full sentences, he holds down a day job. You know, it, it's like this is one of the normal ones. Um and it almost feels like the eye thing could be a red herring. Like yes. this isn't the guy, but we're gonna judge him because he's got the weird eye things. So it's like um so yeah, it's 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 good. It, um, yeah. So uh, Mulder shows Jerry the photo, mm -hmm. and he just 
boom, he switches. Mm-hmm. It's like all of a sudden the walls come down, barriers come down. He can't, he can't hide what's going on in his head because he's literally seeing in a photo what he sees in his head. Um, and at that point, uh, you know, Mulder says, "Like, where is she, Jerry? Where's where's the victim?" And he just says, "She's safe." from the howlers um and uh yeah there's which is kind of so- chilling mm. the way that like you said that the walls come down yes and the crazy comes out yeah yeah it's 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 a, and and there's a sense uh, from this point on i feel there's a sense of sympathy or, or mm. empathy with this guy Certainly, Mulder has it anywhere, any rate, and that's what allows him to break Jerry's walls down to begin with. The fact that he can that he can look at this photo and think, "Damn, this is what's going on in this dude's mind." Now let's break this down and figure out what this all means, mm-hmm. and that's what allows him to to get through to Jerry. It's just you know, find the info about his father, and it's just like, and that and that's really what this episode is about: is that mm-hmm. you know having a sense of empathy with people like Jerry. One, it helps you to catch them. And maybe even, you know, if if we as a society could have this kind of empathy, maybe it would stop people like Jerry from being created in the first place. Mm. Um, So it's, yeah, it's it's a very well handled scene because you've got Scully as well, who's, like I say, She's very antagonistic towards him. At one point, I don't know if you noticed, but when Mulder's kind of doing a lot of the talking, she's just eyeballing him. And she's just, she's just like, she's proper, just staring right at him, like with, with a look that could cut glass. And you're just like, blimey, Scully. Back off a bit. It's like, um, but yeah, anyway, so they go from there to the body. So basically the, all the police kind of, swarm on this location that jerry's obviously told them about um and they find they find the victim and she's dead uh mm. so uh, which is again it's it's, it's quite a gut punch because it's like oh man i thought i thought they might have actually caught her um mm. I, thought, I thought they might have saved her but uh yeah and scully's reaction to finding the body um you can see you can see it on her face it's the yeah. worst part of the job and mm. i've i've I think it, it, it's a really brilliantly handled scene, performance-wise, both from Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny, because Mulder, at this point, he's he's really going... He's getting into the whole empathy side mm. of things, because he's, he's trying to dig deeper and figure Jerry out a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scully's just like, no, we're done. We, we're mm. done. He's been caught. She's dead. Let's go home. She's like yeah. the way she see it is it's it's almost like a failure on their part and But I think there's a there's a moment that the Scully that I, and I could be reading more into it, but she's upset that she's found a dead body. But at the same time I, I feel as if she's happy she's free of the other punishment of of, of being lobotomized and having to live out your life with with, with yourself being robbed. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, she's she's disappointed that she's late and unable to save this person, but at the mm. same time relieved that she's not going to have to live her life with that right forced yeah. lobotomy. Yeah, I, like I, I I didn't get that. I just uh, 
I just, yeah, um, but I mean, I'm not saying that's not there. I just, mm. I think I, I, I got the the sense that she was hoping they were going to get there before he'd he'd done it. Before yeah. he'd done it, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like her disappointment was from from the fact that yeah they were they were expecting to find her still alive and untouched, mm-hmm. bound and gagged or whatever. Um, but, uh, but nope. Uh, yeah. So yeah. But it, but but again, like I say, it's great acting there from from Anderson, just because you sense the weight of this moment, and it kind of makes you it makes you feel for anyone in law enforcement who has to do this on a yeah you know on a daily basis. And yeah, okay. So Mulder refers back to the photos in a way that suggests sympathy for Jerry. Scully is not interested. Uh, so yeah. yeah. Uh, then we get a scene in which Jerry escapes. Um, so, yeah, I, I, this guy is a, a serial killer in a small town. Uh, he's very dangerous. The things he's mm-hmm. doing are horrifying, and there's one police officer there <laughs> to process him. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he, take, he takes his picture, takes his mugshot, and then turns yeah. around, turns his back. I'm pretty sure any cop. <laughs> Like I, I don't need to be a cop, no. To to surmise that any cop watching this would be like, you would never turn your back, no, on a suspect, uh, not not even a suspect on on someone that you're, you know, you know running has through done something horrific. Yes, yeah. You would not turn your back like that no. at all. So, yeah, a, a minor. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a minor gripe, uh, just but they, Again, obviously, yeah, we're forgiving. Yeah, no, yeah, because they, they, they've got to get Jerry out. Basically, they need to yeah. they need him to escape, and this is the the simplest and quickest way to get it done. But not only that, it, it's also going to lead to another photograph. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, okay. So so Jerry escapes, shoots the cop in the head, although it at like. It actually turns out to be the throat. So, what I mean by that is, uh, so Mulder, Mulder comes to the scene, um, and he he checks out the photo that that was taken. The cop was shot in the throat, but in the picture he's shot in the head. Yeah. Um, so it's, I'm not entirely sure of the reading on this, but, it, that's, but it, it's that that's what the killer intended to do. Yeah, but because he's not used to firing a gun, he didn't hit the head; he hit the throat. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's basically what yeah. he's he's projecting is going to happen. Yeah, it's it's just like because obviously on this one there's no you know there's no claw there's no kind of um it, mm. it it's like someone's taken a picture of the guy getting shot, whereas yes. the other images we've seen have like these all these weird well, paranormal kind of the, the other images he's seeing i think yeah yeah is, is from his victim's eye because it's curved almost yeah yeah and it's what what he imagines he's going to do he's going to be looming over them with the, the the knife ready to put it in their eyeball as he's as they're looking at him but this yeah. one he just pictures shooting the guy and getting out of there yeah but because he's not used to hanging handling a gun it doesn't go as planned but i like mm. it because they they, they can't be like Scully can't go well that's a picture of him after he was shot yeah because he's in the throat and the head they're two different wounds 
Yeah, yeah. The only reason I ask is, mm. or the only reason I bring it up is because it, it, it comes to something later, which, um, which we'll get into later when, when we get, okay. get to bring it. Bring it up and so, we'll have a little chit-chat about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So Jerry steals the camera and mm. the film from the drugstore, uh, then kidnaps Scully. So, yeah. It, it, it's a wonderful sequence. Mm-hmm. Because you can feel the dread and the tension that's coming. You're just you're wondering where he's going to come from and just being under the car. Yeah. You know, it shows that he's still quite astute with his decision-making. Mm-hmm. He knows that she could probably pull a gun and do whatever and catches her in a moment of weakness. Yeah. Just and the way and that and I hate needles. So when that yeah. needle comes out and in the foot, it's like, ah. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I love seeing Mulder chase after the car as well. It's like, Scully, Scully. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you're kind of running with him. You're like, get there faster, get there faster. But you know, no, he can't he's not going to make it. <laughs> no, no, he's not going to make it. So, uh, so then we then we start. We're, we're cutting now between scenes at quite a. Yeah. At a fairly rapid rate uh, because you got Mulder really digging into this photograph and and leading and, and looking into Jerry's history and trying to trying to connect the photograph with with the history. Um, he's, 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 he, he makes a note of these six fingers. Um, he gets his dad's obituary because he knows that the death the death of his father was obviously a big a big thing for him. Mm. Uh, finds out that his, his dad was a retired dentist, uh, which you know uh, kind of clues him into the drug that Jerry's been using to to dope yep. these women up. So he goes to the medical practice that was owned by the father. Finds out that there's a missing chair, um, which we then see that Scully is sat in, uh, yeah. and that's when Scully and Jerry have a little bit of a chat. About Howlers and Sigmund Freud, um, so yeah, basically Scully, Scully realize she realizes in this moment that she, she has to start empathizing with this guy yeah. because it's only the only way she's going to prolong the time between mm. when he's yeah between yeah when he's when he's going to do his business. So she starts essentially psychoanalyzing him which which he calls out and says yeah you know great why is everyone sigmund freud these days mm. but um but it but it really does kind of get you into this guy's head again making you empathize sympathize mm. with him a bit more the fact that he's got he's got all this trauma in his past you know his father abused his sister he tried to protect his sister as a result kind of made his father a, someone who needed care his whole life. His yep. sister committed suicide anyway. So it's just like, so he does this thing to these women and in his weird, twisted, messed up way, he's protecting them yep. from the monsters like his father, which which mm-hmm. is just tragic, absolutely mm-hmm. tragic. Um, but uh, yeah, so. But it, it's, it's one of the great things about good villains that you can understand mm. why they're doing what they're doing you may not like it you may think it's horrible mm-hmm. but you can yeah. you can sympathize and understand why they're driven to do the horrible things that they are doing yeah 
it it <clears throat> makes it makes me want them to catch him and put him somewhere where they can treat him rather than pop because most you know most villains of the week it's like yeah just pop a cap in their ass they deserve yeah. it boom you know Encanto from Too Shy kill that dude and yet he ends up in a in an institution uh, yeah. whereas this guy who, who you actually feel empathy for you know well, again we'll get there when we get there but uh, mm -hmm. so Mulder makes the connection uh, that the 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 six fingers in the photo might be the tombstones. Uh, yeah. On on the uh, it's 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 a it's a stretch. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a stretch. It's got to be said. Mm. Um, but given the emotional connection, you know, I I don't know. It's it's a bit of a push for me. Mm. Um, but whatever. So <clears throat> there's a nice moment from David Duchovny when he's acting and it's when uh so they're, they're still at the the doctor's the dentist surgery thing uh -huh. and he's going over it and he's like he's on his own and he's kind of pacing back and to and he's like six fingers why is why is the six why is the six and as as he says why is the six like there's there's an officer who says Adam Mulder and, and and it kind of cuts him off in his train of thought and and, and it's just just the way it's played is really it's almost like documentary like the right. way the, it feels very ad-libbed that scene mm. it feels natural uh it's just it's just really well acted and i i always like it when i watch it for for whatever reason you know but um so uh jerry starts taking pictures of himself then gets uh, yeah mm. so this so this is the moment that i'm talking about um right. going back to the the police officer because uh, so, because this scene here, I'm p particularly Jerry's reading of it at any rate, suggests that this isn't just what um, he thinks is going to happen. What he thinks is going to happen, or what what he's seeing. Yeah, it, it's almost a vision of the future. Because mm. it's like, can can he can he tell the future? Because it's like. Like the, the the other like the girls, I understand the the mm -hmm. cop, I understand because he's he's the one who's in control of the of that or thinks he is. You know, he's seen yeah. it from the perspective of this is what I'm going to do, mm -hmm. and the, and then that image is projected. But on here, it's like so he takes a he takes photos of himself, and it's of him. We we learn in a bit in, in a few moments, lying on the floor, dead mm -hmm. with a gunshot wound um and it's like so so he's like to scully what does this mean what does this mean and she's like it means you're sick jerry you need help and he's like no 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 no. i think it means i don't have much time and then he starts trying to get to work on her yeah but th but that implies that because there's, there's no way he could have known that there's you no. know that he's you can't you can't he's not projecting that from his own mind no, no, what no, he, he wouldn't project that on himself so it's like, so the cop I can understand, and I can understand even why the bullet hole is in the wrong place, because, yeah, he sees himself, just because you see yourself doing something in your own mind doesn't mean it's going to play out exactly the way you thought it would. Well, but maybe it's just a glimpse of the future. Hmm. Yeah. So, it's, it's, but, but that's, so that, was, that was my main point of contention with this mm. whole episode, is that actually what, what 
it makes his power it makes the it makes the weirdness of what's going on seem a little less clear mm-hmm. it's a little bit less clear because oh he's just seen his future there um and 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 what it is it's almost and i'm not i'm not saying it's a flaw in the episode mm-hmm. but what i am saying is that does this mean that jerry was somehow right with what like the things he was seeing that may you know what i mean maybe there was a spiritual element to it that only he could see because of what he's been through because it's like it's just it's that final photo that calls everything else into question Mm. like these are not just images that are coming out of his mind but rather they're images that are going into his mind he could be unaware of the images like he seems surprised when he sees them hmm so it could be completely just unaware. It's just a side effect almost. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, I get that. It's just that the previous images imply that this is what he's envisioning happening. Mm. Due to you know, he's he's got intention there, mm-hmm. and that intention directly correlates to the images that are then ingrained onto the photos. Whereas in this moment. I don't think his intention is to get shot. No. So that no. that it, it 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 shifts the balance somewhat. Yeah. So it becomes a vision and, of the future. And, unless subconsciously he knows he's escaped from the police, they're going to track him down. Mm. It seems like an inevitable end for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, it's he like stop, stop talking because you're only you're only. Because I think yeah. he, he watches the police. Before he takes the picture, appeared does he not? In the in the graveyard, he knows they're there. Does he? No, he doesn't know the police are there. No, he's 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 just he's he's just like chatting away with Scully. Right. Um, and then because of the whole, you know, thing because uh, because he twigs about stuff going on in his head, he takes pictures of himself, mm. and then that's when he sees. And that's when he's like, "What does this mean? What does this mean? It's pictures of me dead on the floor." What? what, what? So that that's that's a clear vision mm-hmm. of the future. So it yeah. makes me it makes me suspect that if if that's what this is, if that's what this power is, like it's a vision of the future in some way, or poss- a possible future, then it that that seems less like a, a vision that's been projected out of his mind rather than something that's been put into his mind by some other outside force mm. um I, I don't know it just like i say it doesn't it's it's not something it's not it's not the kind of question that makes me think oh this episode's just stupid it's rubbish it's the kind of question that's like it's almost it's up to you yeah it's open for interpretation yeah it's open to interpretation it's like I mean, could this guy do both? Is it that he's he 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 saw glimpses of the future and you know and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's a weird one. Is is mm. is is my takeaway from it? Um, but it does it does call the the earlier photos into question with regards to just to precisely what they mean mm-hmm. and where they come from. But um, yeah, okay. So Mulder arrives to save the day. 
breaks down the door. You got Jerry trying to go at Scully with the spike, trying to get, yeah. trying to lobotomize her. I, and I'm I like, tell you oh. something quickly when it's in my head here because at this sequence, you always know that Scully and Mulder are safe. Mm. They're the main yes. characters. They're not going to be killed uh, off. But for a brief moment, so. yeah. there is a definite worry that something is mm. going to happen to Scully. Even though deep yeah. down, you know it's not. Yeah. There is that threat, that fear, yeah. the building of atmosphere and terror of this bad guy, that something could possibly happen to her. Yeah. And that's amazing that a show that's into its fourth season can put that kind of terror and weight yeah. onto one of the main characters. Yeah. Whom Absolutely. we ultimately know will be safe. Yeah. But and that's that's down to direction. As like, you know, if you, if you direct something right, your choice of shots, your blocking of the actors, the performance you get out of the actors, everything that's going on is is geared in that everyone's on their A game. And and you do like I've seen this episode so many times now, and even on this viewing, I'm still like, oh, come on, all to get through the flipping door. It's just it's that it's that skill as a filmmaker of being able to elongate something. That's it's what David Fincher talks about. Is like when you the, the best way to build tension is is stretch something. So make 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 it take a while to get where you know it needs to get to, and it's just mm -hmm. like. Um, but they do it brilliantly in this scene, yeah. and yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. So that's when we see the pictures of Jerry. You know, he gets shot, and we see the pictures of himself lying dead on the floor. Uh, we get the the final scene, which is Scully once again, as with the last episode, writing mm. up a report, um, and she's talking about empathy for Jerry, and the need to venture into the darkness, and the risk that that entails. It's like in order to catch someone like Jerry, you have to empathise with them. Um, but obviously, that comes with comes with risks. Uh, mm. So, yeah, it's 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 what we've seen discussed in the X Files before in an episode like Grotesque, which mm -hmm. did it terribly. You know, the one with the gargoyles and that. That's yeah. that's so. Literally, this episode deals with everything that Grotesque dealt with. But does it in a much, much better way, mm. far yeah. better. So yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. I, I I loved this episode. I thought mm. it was swimming with atmosphere. I thought it had a great bad guy. It felt as if everything was thought out expertly well. There are some inconsistencies, but you know what? Like yeah. I said, you're forgiving because it's such. Yeah. They're not important. They don't matter no. to the grander story. I think Mulder and Scully both have moments to shine. I think the bad guy's terrific. And like I said, that dread and fear that this one brings with it is just, it's terrific. For me, this has uh, been a real highlight. Again, I'd say four and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, I, I've, this has always been a five for me. Um, and it's, I, I, I think it may, at the, <laughs> May actually only be this time around where I, I clued in to the whole photo thing, where I'm like, oh, now that hang on, that calls it what's going on there, and um, I, I think uh, there are just enough questions in this with regards to logic to make mm -hmm. me bump it down to a four and a half, but uh, but but whenever I'm going 
through X Files. This is an episode I never skip. Yeah, this is this is always one I look forward to getting to. Um, from pure enjoyment level, it's a five out of five. But if I'm if I'm being objective and and thinking about the mechanics of storytelling and this that and the other, yeah, I'd, I'd say four and a half out of five from me as well. Okay, so why don't you tell me a little bit about the field where I died? <laughs> I'll tell you, it's Is not an episode. <laughs> For some people, I, I <laughs> you know, I, I know some people really do love it. Uh, I right. think it. It's not an episode I've seen that many times. Um, th there are a few episodes of the X Files where, I've just, and it's uh, it's it's not one that I think is terrible story per se from from my memory of it but it it just there's one particular scene in it where Duchovny gives the worst performance that he's ever given on the show right um and it, it's quite cringe inducing right. uh and and beyond that the, the the story itself as well I wasn't overly invested in right. um but Is like that, I uh, say a monster of the week type of thing, or it's it's not. It's a, it's about a cult. If you Ooh. think if you if you Ooh, think Red, David Red Museum, yes, yes, yes. If you think Red <laughs> Museum, you think David Koresh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it, it is an episode that was a direct response to the you know because obviously it was mid nineties mm -hmm. when the whole David Koresh and and there was that other one that had, I can't remember the name of that that that. that had, They'd just been obviously the FBI was coming under under fire around that time for the way they'd handled those situations and mm -hmm. yeah all that stuff directly feeds in to the field where I died. Um, okay, but yeah, great title. Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, but it sounds as if that's all it has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reincarnation um, as well. Yeah. Well. Okay. Remember to join us next week where we talk about the field where I died in riveting form as we are both captivated by that episode. As always, we appreciate you listening or watching on the YouTube channel. Remember to give us a, a like or a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That would be amazing. And Thanks very much. And we will see you next week for the field where I died. You've been listening to The X-Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.